Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12.35 in Edmonton, back here on Oilers Now. Brendan Ulrich with you. Bob will be back on Monday. We just heard from Bob prior to uh, this segment. And uh, Bob was calling in for some reason. They're not sure. <laughs> Maybe he wants to join in on the segment. We have uh, Elliot Friedman coming up here uh, to talk a little about Eric Carlson and maybe some Oiler things as well. Uh, Elliot, of course, joins us every Friday during the regular season. But we are making him work here a little bit in the summer. He has agreed to come on today with his uh, beard and all. Elliot, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Bob just can't stay away, eh? Like, absolutely. <laughs> makes the heart grow fonder, Bob. You go away, they want to hear you when you come back. Now you ruined it for next week. They're already going to be tired of him. Yeah, I think that was just a pocket dial or something. His name popped up on the screen, so I'm like, what the heck? I just talked to Bob. So anyways. Bob from North Edmonton? Bob from North Edmonton. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So anyways, this beard. You need to talk more about this beard, Elliot, before we get into the serious stuff. Um, you have a yeah. baby face on TV all the time, so I was like, "Wow, where did this come from? Who would have thought, or who would have known, you could grow such a badass beard?" Well, that's you know, that's actually kind of the reason it happened, Brendan. Because like I'm about to turn 48, and when I was 23, I had my first ever TV interview, and they said, "You know, how much older would you look with your, with a beard?" And I said, five years." And they said, "How do you know?" And my response was, it would probably take me that long to grow one. And they didn't really like that answer. They told me later that, you know, that kind of cost me any chance I had because they thought it was too smart alecky. And uh, so, but I've always kind of wondered, you know, what could I do if I tried to grow one? And I've had times in the summer where I've had like two, three weeks and I've done what I can. But this year, with nothing planned for the summer, at least on television, um, I said, you know what, I'm going to go when from July. The last time I shaved was before the free agent show on July 1st. And I said, after this, I am not shaving all summer unless I really have to. But so this has been seven weeks now, I guess. And, uh, yeah, I think it looks not too bad. I haven't done anything to it. I've just let it grow. And, uh, and people have been asking me to keep it for the year, and I've already been told unsolicited that thing is coming off on labor day so we're just trying to see if we can find a charity component to do it oh see that's smart yeah that's a great idea yeah Yeah. so how come some people on sportsnet are allowed to rock beards and some aren't allowed or is because you're on hockey night in canada no beards allowed on that well i i think the hockey night in canada thing probably has something to do with it and let's be honest nobody cares what chris johnston looks like (laughs) Well, he's part of Hockey Night in Canada, too, is he not? That's true, actually, yes, it is, yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Bob has texted in, by the way, to say, call Elliot Jeremiah Johnson. Yes, he sent me a, mo- a note, like, uh, how are you doing, Jeremiah Johnson? That was pretty funny. I laughed pretty hard at that one. <laughs> 
Okay, well, let's talk some uh, serious stuff here. Uh, Eric Carlson, I know you've been all over this all summer. So first we thought he was going to uh, Tampa Bay. I think you were actually sort of the first one to jump in and say, no, that's not the case, if I remember correctly. Uh, and ne- Okay, see, yeah, see, I remember a little bit here. I don't have a memory like Stoffer, but I remember some things. Um, so that was the first thing. And then uh, some new reports uh, of late that you uh, had earlier this week that maybe Vancouver was in the mix or Western Conference teams. Maybe give us latest there well you know i think i've really tried to be careful with it this summer because there's been a lot of misses I, i've told the story a lot over the past couple of days but i had an assistant general manager call me a couple of days ago when i had that tweet and he said okay so you guys said he was trade, going to be traded the deadline didn't get traded and then you said there was a report he was going to be traded two months ago and didn't get traded and now this like why would i believe you this time and i kind of laughed and i get it like i i there's a bit of carlson fatigue and you know, obviously, as he reached out this morning, and I think that has he's probably just as tired as everyone else is. Um, you know, I, I think that, I do think that I've tried to be careful with it, but there's no question the activity has picked up. And, you know, I think there's a couple of things going on, Brendan. Number one, we're starting to get closer towards training camp and the start of the season. And I do think, and I was told this by another GM the other day, he thinks the teams that are interested are looking at it like, hey, the portal really haven't come back to work yet. There's still a bit of time here to be quiet, to work in quiet. A lot of the hockey media is either on vacation, they're on their secondary beats, or they're looking at things like some of the skates that are starting up. Like they're not really going hard after information. And you know, I, I think there's a bit of a vacuum where some of these guys were hoping they can work in that way. And you know, so that's kind of where we are. I, you know, I don't think anything is imminent, but I do think teams have, um, you know, started to pick up the phone and, and see, okay, what are we looking at here? And I think there's been at least some progress, although obviously we're not there yet. Okay, so I guess, like, what what is your sense? Is he a lock to get traded prior to the start of the season, or can this still maybe drag on into the season? I think it is what Ottawa would like to do. I, I do think that Ottawa has proven one thing. That they haven't jumped at what they see to be an offer that they don't want. Um, you, know, they, you know, I had heard when, when the Tampa report came out, the thing I was told was that Ottawa felt that none of the offers were even close at that time. So it's not like they're rushing to do it. I, I think they'd like to do it, but there's no guarantee. Um, you know, and we should mention the, the twist this morning. I didn't see it because I was flying back yesterday from the uh, from the Oak Family Charity event in Winnipeg. But I guess there was a report somewhere that Carlson had said he wouldn't sign in Canada, and you know he reached out this morning to say that that wasn't the case. He wouldn't answer any other questions. He said it's just that if I don't really say anything else, I just wanted to make that clear that uh, that getting out of Canada was not. Uh, an absolute as part of this equation. Okay, so with your best guess, do you think Vancouver is still in the mix here, and what other teams out west maybe are in the mix? Well, you know, the the Vancouver reaction denying that they even acquired kind of surprised me, because I don't see what the negative is in even admitting that you acquired. I I don't know, like, like, I think that if Carlson wants to win, I think Vancouver's in a spot right now where they've talked a bit about rebuilding. And um, so I, I don't know if that makes sense. 
You know, Jim Benning also has, has publicly said that they're not trading their top prospects. And if that's the case, I can't see a Carlson deal working there unless they were planning on taking Bobby Ryan too. That's basically it. But, you know, I, I think Ottawa wants to do a bit better than that. Um, you know, so it doesn't seem to me to be a fit. The teams I believe there have been kind of there. I think Dallas is looking for a lot of this. I think Las Vegas is a team that has made sense. I think San Jose uh, is a team that has been kind of in and out of the whole thing. Even though I heard it was more likely Western Conference, you can't forget Tampa. Like they are still a very big part of this if they want to be. So I think that's kind of where we are. I have been told several times, Brennan, that there have been teams that have been uh, working it that we have not guessed, we would not guess. And that actually makes sense to me the more I think about it because, you know, when a guy like this becomes available, uh, you have to look at it. Guys like him don't become available too often. I think the other thing, too, is there's so many variables here. One is, is Bobby Ryan part of this deal? And another is you see him as a guy you want to sign on top of the the rental that you take a shot with. Like, you know, I could see a team like Dallas saying, you know what, maybe he's a guy we want to take a shot with as opposed to a long-term thing. So I think there's a lot of different options out there, a lot of different permutations. And, uh, you know, I just don't know. I, I just think that there's, there's a lot of potential answers here. And at this point in the summer, it's hard to pin them down. Just going to put you on hold for one second, Elliot. Uh, you're cutting in and out a little bit there. We'll see if uh, Patrick can check your connection, and then we'll bring you back on. Back here on Oilers now, Brennan Ulrich with you. We're going to bring back uh, Elliot Friedman to the show here. Elliot, sorry about that. Just needed to check the audio there. Uh, can you just give no us a mic check? We moved, so I'm learning about where like my new house is good enough oh, for cell okay. service. So I've just learned don't stay in that room. <laughs> Perfect. Well, let's get back to uh, some hockey talk here quickly before we let you go. Um, so, Eric Carlson, I know you're of the school of if you're a GM, why not you know reach out to this team? Uh, you've said that with uh, some other players in the past. So, have the Oilers in your mind ever reached out at all to to look into Carlson? Have you heard anything on that front, or would it not make sense based on their cap situation? No, I've heard they've asked. I mean, like, again, like, I've heard they've asked, but I've never had any uh, reason and to believe that they anything was imminent or they were it was anything serious or anything like that. And I'm not saying that because it, it isn't necessarily true. I'm just saying I don't know. Like, I've, I've heard they've asked, but I just don't know if there's a fit there, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I think that so makes sense. That, that's the best answer I can give you. Just thought I'd ask because uh, some fans are texting in saying, "Ask Elliot about uh, Carlson." You're in Edmonton, and the Edmonton fans want to know, so it's a perfectly reasonable question. Well, they want Eric Carlson. Who wouldn't? So, anyways, Who wouldn't? Uh, yeah. So we'll see where he ends up at some point here. Hey, on the Oilers, though, of course, uh, Sekera was uh, hurt this off season, and yeah. I think uh, early in the offseason, Peter Shirley was trying to acquire a big puck-moving defenseman. Of course, they landed Bouchard in the draft. I don't know if that changed anything. Uh, but now Sakura goes down, so they sign Jarabek to a one-year contract. I like uh, the signing, but how does this maybe affect uh, anything else they might do ahead of the season uh, with Sakura going down, Elliot? 
Well, I think now you're probably looking at things that you didn't look at before. I thought Jarabek one year for New England is a very quality sign. No problem with that. I think he's a guy that when you're at this point in the summer and this happens, um, you know, I think it's a it's a good signing. There's, um, you know, I mean, you can't you're really stuck in a lot of ways. You're, you're really behind the eight ball, and the, and the good news is it gives you an option where you feel that you don't have to make a rush trade. Uh, I'm sure they're looking at things. Um, it, it does give them a little bit more flexibility, assuming he's out for the year, as everybody kind of seems to believe, although there's no official confirmation on that yet. Um, you know, I, I think the one thing you can do is just don't rush and, and see what's out there. I mean, defensemen are hard to find, especially good ones. That's a tough loss for your team. Um, all you can really do is plug the hole as best as you can, which is what they've tried to do, and kind of see what unfolds out there. But, I mean, look, we know to find a guy to replace him, that's that's not going to be easy. Yeah, absolutely. So if he can fill some of uh, those minutes or take away some of those minutes left by Secker, that'll be uh, good news for the Oilers. Um, just around the league here quickly, Ellie, before I let you go, um, has anything surprised you at all this offseason? Uh, or do you still think there might be some other movement, like Justin Falk still hasn't been traded? We're waiting on that. Is there anything else uh, that you think is uh, out there right now that could happen prior to the year? Well, I think the Skinner trade really slowed down the market a bit. Um, you know, uh, Buffalo didn't have to give up a lot to get him. And I know that, um, you know, I think teams like Montreal have got Pacioretty. And, and as you mentioned, Carolina with Falk, although he's got some term. And, uh, also, I think Columbus with Panera, um, you know, that deal kind of said to teams, wait a sec, you know, they didn't give up a lot to get Skinner, so why should we give up a lot to get someone else, particularly if they're not signed? I think that kind of slowed things down. I'm assuming that, you know, Carlson's not the only place where action is picked up again. I'm sure you'll see it soon. I mean, Panarin's agent told Columbus that he doesn't want to discuss any non-hockey business after training camp. So if I was Columbus, I would go for it. I'd go for it with Panarin. I'd go for it with Bobrovsky. I'd take the chance of being this year's Washington. But I don't know if that's what they're thinking. Um, You know, the other thing, too, is there's still some pretty interesting unsigned players. You know, one of them is yourself, Darnell Nurse. There's also Josh Morrison, Winnipeg, although there doesn't seem to be a ton of concern that something isn't going to work out there. Um, you know, I, I think those are the kinds of storylines we're going to start hearing about over the next week or so. Yeah, any concern uh, in your mind with the Oilers and Nurse, or will this get done? We're just sort of, this thing happens, I guess. You know, I think it happens. Uh, that's number one. Um, you know, you never know what now. When once Sakara got hurt, you never know if everybody's opinion kind of changed. Oh, this changes the dynamic. And I'm not saying that's true. I'm just saying it could happen. Um, I don't think you ever really worry. Like, I mean, your your next sort of date is the sort of the beginning of training camp. You know, if if he's not there and not signed, then all of a sudden you're looking at this and saying, okay, exactly what do we have here? Um, you know, I, I, I just think that until you kind of get to that day, I think you're kind of thinking that you're hoping it's going to get done. Elliot, we will leave it at that. Thanks for uh, your time here today uh, during the off season, and uh, we'll be hearing from you hopefully again soon uh, once the season starts on this show. Remember, it all goes downhill on Monday. <laughs> well, then it picks back up when you start coming on every Friday. So That's, that's what we like to tell everybody, Brendan, <laughs> absolutely. All right, Elliot, have a good uh, rest of your summer. I know you'll be uh, busy here in uh, no time, so 
Enjoy right, it, my man. Care, my man. <laughs> That's Elliot Friedman, NHL Hockey on Rogers, Hockey Night in Canada, friend of the show. Joins us every Friday on Oilers Now. 12.52 in Edmonton. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back with some text messages. We also have Greg Reynolds slotting into studio from Kissin Country 103.9 uh, to talk some football stuff. He's a big NFL guy. Uh, we'll also talk some hockey and Oilers with Greg. He's a big sports fan. Uh, over there at uh, Kissin and Aaron Portsline will join us at 135 from The Athletic out of Columbus. So that's all ahead here on Oilers Now. But first, a quick time up. in Edmonton, back here on Oilers Now. Brendan Ulrich with you. Some guests on Oilers Now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Reminder that every Wednesday is date night at Roos Chris for Chuck and Dime for $120. You can text us 630-630, our Westlock Ford text line. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. Texter says, or Dan rather, from LaRange, says, ask Elliot why Cody Franson is still unsigned. Um, Didn't ask Elliot, unfortunately, I just saw this now, but uh, I don't know if uh, Franson has much left in the tank. Couldn't stick uh, last season on Chicago. Um, I don't know if he moves as good as he needs to or has the wheels per se so I don't know I mean he did have impressive numbers uh, in the AHL last season he played 37 games for Rockford 28 points 9 goals in those uh, 37 games played 23 games uh, with Chicago and uh, he had uh, 7 points so from an Oilers standpoint I don't think there is any rush to go out there and sign Cody Franson right now I mean, they didn't sign him last year, so I don't know if he'll end up with a contract here. That's a guy that maybe gets a PTO somewhere. I liked him a few years ago, no doubt about that. I always wondered if the Oilers would consider signing him, but uh, to me, no. I don't know if uh, that's an option right now. You can text us 630-630. Carlson to the Islanders. Lou has a trick up his sleeve. Well, we'll see if that happens. You can text us 630-630. Hi, BU. Ask uh, Friedman if the Oilers have kicked tires on Carlson. Well, we did that. And would Leon straight up get it done? And would he do that deal for Mike and Drumheller? I didn't ask Elliot that, but uh, I don't... I mean, I love Carlson. But he's not signed long-term. I think when he's on his game, he's the best defense in the NHL, and no one can do what he does when he's on the top of his game. But I just don't know if I'd consider trading Leon Dreisaitl for him. He's signed long-term here. Leon is on a contract that, in my mind, is going to look very good in a few years. And to me, I just don't know if I'd consider that at this time. So. You can text us 630-630. It's 12.58 in Edmonton. We are going to break for the 1 o'clock news with Bob Layton. When we get back, Greg Reynolds will join us from Kiss and Country. 103.9. We'll talk some NFL and have some fun in studio. That's ahead after the 1 o'clock news.
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.